0: Hello, and welcome to the Private Practice Made Perfect podcast. I'm Cathy Love. I started life as an OT, had an amazing, crazy private practice, which I sold. And what I do now is help allied health business owners create a business that serves them, the time, the money, the joy that they absolutely deserve. And this is where my idea for the podcast started. What I want to do is to capture how hard allied health business owners in Australia work to achieve their dreams, to support their teams, to create amazing outcomes for their clients. So sit back, beverage of joys, drive safely, walk carefully, however you're listening in. And I hope you absolutely enjoy we have Adam Houlihan as our guest on the podcast today. Adam is the founding director of Prominence Global. Welcome. Hey, Cathy.
1: Wonderful to be here. Thank you for inviting me.
0: Oh, all good. We haven't had a catch up for ages. So I literally have my pen and paper ready um, because I'm going to learn a fortune about all things linked in across today's conversation. So tell us a little bit about Prominence Global. Who are you and what are you guys up to? Yeah, thank
1: you. Uh, So we're we're a uh, specialised LinkedIn agency. A lot of people think we're a marketing agency. Really what we are is, uh, well, what we believe we are is more like a personal branding agency that uh, uses personal brands to generate, um, you know, new business for for most people. We just happen to do that uh, on the LinkedIn platform. So, yeah, it's a little different to what most people often pigeonhole us as
0: aha uh-huh. so all things linkedin whenever i think of linkedin i got to say you um you come to to mind on this what what took you to linkedin in the first instance albeit a little while ago now
1: it is a little while ago now and uh you know back back in the day uh i mean if you go right back to like well, when i first started in business i first i started my first business when i was 24 and uh we
0: are going right back <laughs>
1: Kind of bringing that into context because uh, uh, only at one point ever in my life did I actually uh, sort of have a job, meaning you know where I actually ran a company for someone else, and uh, and that was about uh, for 10 uh, 12 years ago now. And uh, when I went to work for these guys, uh, awesome, awesome company, loved what they were about, and um, uh, they're, they're basically in the health space but more so from skincare, like. Uh, High quality organic skincare, and um, they uh, were exporting products to 65 countries around the world. So not you know, not a not a lightweight sort of in the space, and uh, the they had a very uh, strong uh, online uh, program. We were doing about a million dollars a month in online sales. So, uh, so what I was doing was kind of researching what was different about you know competitors around the world and what we were doing and it just it turned out back then to just be that these the ones who were doing really well were you know really good early adopters of social media and back then to be honest kath i I didn't know anything about social media
0: yeah
1: i had had a facebook you know profile probably like everyone and you know religiously checked in on it once a month and and uh but anyway someone's
0: pet had had puppies yeah exactly and
1: uh but the more and more i got into it um the more I resonated with LinkedIn and it uh, kind of cut to the chase. At some point, I kind of got tired of you know, building someone else's business and wanted to get back into my own business. And I thought, well, uh, I might just start out just doing some consulting. By this time, I you know, actually did know a bit about, especially about LinkedIn. And, uh, and I thought, well, I'm going to start this consulting business where on the side, where I just kind of you know, help some people with what I know and, um, and uh, you know, see what happens. Uh, cut forward to today, we're a global team of uh, 16 people and another two new people joining us in the next four weeks and, uh, and uh, one of the very few uh, truly global LinkedIn agencies.
0: Amazing. Absolutely amazing. So a bit of a side hustle story. You thought you'd help out some mates with getting started. And next thing you know, Boss person of a global agency. There you go. Yeah. So, um LinkedIn is not the platform it was when you first started. And whilst I was going to ask you a question about what does it look like and how has it changed in the last five minutes from what I uh, kind of got reminded by you, is, you know, what does it look like now compared to what it looked like six months ago? So, I'm guilty of not always going in there as often as I should and not always with love in my heart, but, um, what does it look like now? And just a quick summary on the changes.
1: Yeah, well, let's let's just start a little bit with the why the change. Mm. Uh, a lot of the, the, the changes have been massive in the last six months uh, and they have come about, you know, to be honest, because of the, the pandemic but in a roundabout yeah. way. The, the roundabout way being that, you know, back in, say, March last year when all this craziness kicked off, Yes, so many businesses had to either, you know, do better than they were online or move to the online world where they weren't familiar with. And of course, a lot of them did it really badly, uh, just purely because they really didn't know how things worked. And I'm meaning now specifically around LinkedIn. Uh, to the point that LinkedIn just had to react. They, you know, the, the um, a lot of people on the platform are really getting annoyed by And you would have experienced it, Kath, you know, the old uh, connect with you, uh, pitch you the product services constantly. Yeah, all harass-
0: within 15 minutes.
1: Yeah, or they go and get yep. the cheesy little um, automation tools that just spew out all this, this thing and thinking that, yeah. you know, uh, quantity is better than quality, and uh, so how it's changed now, in, in my opinion, actually is in a very, very positive way, is that it's become a, a very much a content-driven platform, and what that what I mean by that is they've taken all the emphasis off. Having you know, trying to connect with people and messaging and all that stuff, they put all these these limits on all that stuff that you can do, and now they favor heavily. Uh, very very open in saying it's not a level playing field. There's you know the the, the people who do it really really well, in, you're going to get amazing sort of value from LinkedIn if you know how to do it well, uh, and to the point what we call it's you're in the top one percent or the bottom ninety nine percent, and there's no middle ground. So. <laughs> So, how, yeah, how it's really changed is it's very much a content-driven platform, which kind of plays well into what we do because we, we've been doing that for forever. Um, yeah, that's always the place, the space we played in. Uh, LinkedIn's just caught up with us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that's too good. Uh, so, maybe just describe and explain a little bit more about content-driven platform. What is this content of which you speak
1: yeah, so uh again, you know, so most people, you know, they think, oh, you know, there's content and then there's content. And mm. uh, that that is that is the that's the million dollar question. Uh so what what we don't mean by content is where you share a a link to your blog article, or um, you know, uh, your landing page that's promoting your next uh, webinar, or um, you know, uh, this cool offer that you've got, you know, going on this week, or anything like that. Uh, and if you think about the, the probably the better, best way for me to give some context to it, Kathy, if it's okay, is actually not is to compare it to Facebook. Uh, and so Facebook, it's a content, it's a it's a uh, ad driven platform. You know, yes, yeah, yes, you and I, and we can have a personal profile, we can have a company page, but the reality is, unless you put you know budget to it, there's not much value you get out of yeah.
0: it. Yeah, pay to play.
1: Pay to play. That's what it is. Yeah. Uh, LinkedIn's very different in their business model. Eighty percent of their revenue comes from uh, subscriptions. So it might be like you or I having a uh, premium an account or recruiters or people in HR having recruiter licences, and there's a whole bunch of other versions of all that stuff. Only 20% comes from their ad platform, but if that 20% is still a significant amount of money, $16 billion a year to be exact. And um, so how, what they need to, to uh, maintain that is millions and millions of content consumers, because let's face it, at the end of the day, you know, uh, any form of paid advertising still requires content. But the point is that what they do, what they want is, okay, if you are going to use promotional-type content, they want you to use the ad platform. Fair enough. Uh, but what they also need and understand is they need people just creating content that stays in a, in a niche to attract the millions and millions of content consumers who are also then the ones who get exposed to the, mm. the ads, if that makes sense. So it's uh, keeping that as simple as I can, what I mean by the content you know we want to be creating is not ad platform content uh, so you know promotional type stuff it's stuff that positions us as the an authority in in a, in a space uh, and that uh, you know helps helps a, a market so so what LinkedIn wants is content that keeps people engaged on the platform. Uh, so it has to be, you know, you know. Say for me as an example, of course, you know what I talk about is you know, how how you use LinkedIn. And just to be honest, they, they don't give me any favoritism for the fact that I talk about LinkedIn. In fact, in some ways they 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 penalise me. But um, you know, as a, as a as I mean by niche, I talk I only talk about how you get good value out of out of LinkedIn. Mm. I don't go off on tangents talking about what I'm doing, you know, on the weekend or yeah. uh, you know about oh you know this. This crazy thing happened you know when I was at the beach last week or, or anything like that. I just stay in this lane and uh, but also the key part is that it is the the, the sentence I used keeps people on the platform. So, what they want is stuff that creates conversations. Yeah. so it's pose a point of view, ask a question you know um, share a you know uh, share something you know industry specific and ask people's opinion on it that's that's the type of content we're talking about.
0: I'm glad you mentioned conversations because I was going to kind of bring that up next that it is way more conversational and interactive than perhaps it has ever been in the past and you don't just sort of Post and forget. Part of it is commenting on others and inviting others to comment on yours, and to kind of keep um, that interactions going. Exactly, it's exactly that. And
1: Mm. um, you know, uh, often uh, it's funny. I I I refrain from commenting on it, but and you will have probably seen it all over you know social media, where people or organisations post and say. Here's this cheat sheet on the best times to post on.
0: Oh, we're going to the posting times, are we? We're going right there. Yeah.
1: And look, in in the, the, you know, for Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and Snapchat and possibly it's true. I don't know because I don't really know much about those platforms, but I can tell you it's not true on LinkedIn. What really matters is what happens within a two hour window of when you post. Uh, So it's not time specific. And Uh, I've been challenged on this I I, I speak at a lot of events as you know and I I share this type of information that with not on podcasts where people can't ask me back but in a live audience where people sometimes want to challenge me on that and and say well you know HubSpot says this or this you know says that and and I yeah my response is okay you say it's 10 a.m on a Monday and then my response is or Monday 10 a.m Monday where? And there's uh, going to think,
0: be several versions of that.
1: And they said, "Well, what do you mean?" I said, "Well, do you mean ten am Monday in Australia, or you know even if you did say Australia, do you mean Queensland, do you mean South Australia, mm. West Australia? It's all different, And that's where that argument falls down. So so it's yeah, yeah. it's very much around, as you said, uh, keeping the conversation flowing, the what's important, more where I was going with that, what's more important than the time uh, is that a conversation continues. So it's very, very important. Uh, you know, if, if your listeners are uh, taking on board this advice, is to not just post and leave. You know, you've got to you've got to be interacting. When people do comment, comment back. You know, continue the conversation. And algorithmically, that's what LinkedIn's looking for, and they will punish your your content if you don't. So if you actually get a lot of people interacting on your content and you don't reply to them. Then that content's going to kind of die out of the feeds because what they're really wanting to, you know, top 1%, bottom 99%. Uh, to be in that top 1%, you've got to be not only creating good content, but you've got to be engaging with your audience.
0: Well, thank you for that reminder. I'm just quietly dying just a little bit on the inside with a bit of LinkedIn shame and guilt, but we'll <laughs> deal with that later. Um, let's come back to this content piece because you know, that's just kind of gone on everybody's to-do list, I, I think. So how how does your agency help people find that position of authority, that niche, and to get that content out of their heads and onto LinkedIn?
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a good question. Uh, so we have two kind of ways we do that. Is One, at the high level, we just, as I shared with you, a team of 16 people around the world, uh, some of those are data analysts that are analysing and proving all these things that uh, that I'm sharing with you. It's not just uh, fluffy stuff I kind of make up on the weekends, uh, but we also have like uh, copywriters who are very skilled in this form of copywriting. That just you know, so in short, we we, we create it for you. Uh, but then, in the high majority of cases, uh, we're coaching our clients on how to do that. So we have coaches. Uh, who've all been personally trained by me, uh, who are very, very skilled at drawing out the, you know, and we use frameworks. So uh, so we have a framework of, you know, the the amount of content, uh, the mix of the content, meaning, you know, what should be video content, what should be status posts, what should be polls, what ha- what should have a document attached all that type of thing, uh, and then it has a flow between. You know, is it a you know is it a call to action type post? Is it a um, positioning post that's mm. positioning you as that authority? Uh, is it what we call an activation post, uh, which means that uh, again, you know, algorithmically we know that if you know. Post A gets really good traction. Post B, by default, will will also get good traction. Uh, so when you've got something that you you do want to be a bit promotional on, you do an activation post, the one before it, so that the next one kind of piggybacks. And so there's all these frameworks of of how we put it together. So it's a little so much
0: little, secret sauce.
1: Yeah, it's a little complex. I'll have to admit, but uh, it's not that you know once you kind of see it and you immerse in yeah. it, it's not that yeah. difficult to
0: follow. Yep. A lot of allied health business owners who are listening in on this know that LinkedIn needs to be part of their recruitment regime. But they also know that if they post, they're going to be potentially swamped by recruiters, sharky and helpful and everyone else in between. So if we just park that bit, what role could LinkedIn have with helping allied health business owners find their future teammates?
1: Yeah, because it's um, you know. The, I'm
0: expecting the full and complete answer, Adam. Just okay. you know, take not, your time.
1: You're going to be you're going to be a little surprised. Are you
0: going to be disappointed. Uh, you're not going to be
1: disappointed. Uh, you're going to be maybe a little bit surprised. But what it is, uh, yes, like you said, you LinkedIn, its roots, its its a, origins was a was a you know a recruitment platform, still does that very very well. Uh, and so yes, you can just no, no different to say on Seek or. Uh, Indeed, or whatever you you can go and post job uh, roles, uh, and you can very uh, 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 target the type of people you're you're looking for very very well. So that's that is the simple way of doing that. Um, and generally speaking, uh, yes, you probably will get approached a little bit by recruiters when you do that. Uh, but as you said, you know you can you can you can ignore or block, mm-hmm. but. Here's the, here's the part very few people think about. The reality is, and I'm, I'm imagining like, um, many, many other industries that, that I, 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 you know, know better than, uh, than I know the allied health industry, but I know you know it very well. I'm imagining it's a competitive place. You know, the, the biggest, the biggest headache is finding and attracting really good quality people. Uh, so where LinkedIn has a massive, uh, benefit for, People that do this is in that positioning, you know, positioning you as, and your, you know, your contents telling the story about how you know why you guys are awesome to be a part of and you know how your team members interacting on that and and sharing some stories around you know uh, what's going on so you can have a personal profile you can have a company profile and so a lot of what i'm talking about now is you know the kind of content you'd put on your company profile and even things like um you know if you were aligned with um any form of uh um, social impact, you know, char- uh, charitable organisations. Um, I, I, I know. Look, I can share with you just like as I shared with you, we we are just hiring a new person right now, uh, and we're, we're literally into the the final sort of two people, and absolutely rock stars in in what they do. And, and when I interviewed, you know, the interviews, I said, "Look, what what was it about us that um, you know that really attracted you?" And what they both said was that uh, uh we loved we loved your alignment with B1 G1 and you know how everything you do has a positive impact in the world. and that's the type of company we, we want to work for. So in a roundabout way there Kath, what, what I'm saying is mm. that a really powerful use of, of it is actually attracting the A graders who often, you know, make their decisions, you know, quite often, you know, uh, in a competitive market, they might have two, three job offers, uh, and they're going to often, almost always go for the one, with the company that they feel aligned with, who they feel has especially if if they're uh, millennials they are very, very aligned with um, the vision and mission of, of organizations. And LinkedIn is an amazingly good platform to be able to position your company like that.
0: Running a business isn't just about setting up shop and becoming complacent. It's about showing up for ourselves and our clients with a commitment to continuous improvement. We have to be honest with ourselves about where we're at and where we're going. That means identifying strengths and weaknesses so we can improve. After all, if we're remaining stagnant, how can we scale and build the business and life of our dreams? That's where the NACAR Consulting Allied Health Biz Quiz comes in. We're not talking horoscopes and false This questionnaire is the perfect starting point for you to begin identifying your strengths, needs and blind spots as an allied health business owner. The process is simple. Answer the 14 questions and we'll send you a personalised report that includes actionable steps for you to start taking your business to the next level. Ready to take your business into your own hands? Take the NACAR Consulting Allied Health
1: Biz quiz today.
0: We will very happily chat about B1G1 in in a minute, but it is about people hearing the need to be in there, in LinkedIn, with a strategic approach. Not just kind of connecting and asking for in connections on a Sunday night because they need to find a new full timer. It's not just about kind of putting out bits and pieces. It really works best when there's a strategy in place. Yeah.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. So, uh, so obviously, if you're if you're coming into recruit recruitment mode, then you want to be planning a little bit ahead so that you remember people are not going to scroll back. Months and months in normal circumstances. And I'll give you some examples where that has happened, but um, yeah, generally speaking, they're just going to look back through your last half a dozen or a couple of dozen posts and things like that. So, yeah, if you're if you are going to recruitment mode, move your company page content a little bit more towards that vision, mission yep.
0: type yep. stuff, purpose, yep.
1: Uh, and, you know, and then if you're not in recruitment mode, I'm not saying don't share it then, just, you know, you wouldn't have such an emphasis on it. Uh, and, uh, Kathy, the, the one thing I, I always love to share here, which is the, uh, the biggest mistake that gets made in, in a content, um, uh, strategy is, uh, what we call know how versus know how. Uh, and what I mean by that is people often fall into the mistake of, creating content that shows people how to do something. What you need to do is show that you know how to solve a problem and that the yeah. solution to that problem is to talk to you. Uh, if you if you solve the problem, people will love you, guaranteed. <laughs> you know, you'll get the most engagement mm. you ever get on your content and all that type of thing, but people will never take a next step because you keep solving their problem. they got what
0: they needed they got what they needed
1: and they they they're very thankful and mm. uh and then off they go so you've got to be uh very very strategic in your content uh creation uh and there's got to be a a, a flow to it meaning you know you've got to be looking at what's uh, up, uh now I'm not suggesting uh anybody should be as you know, anal about this is what what we are, but we we know our content strategy uh, right now. Uh, every we know everything that we're going to do on LinkedIn until December 2022, not 21, 2022. So, of course, you
0: do, Adam. I would expect nothing, nothing less from yeah. Lord Adam. But um,
1: yeah, it, it, that, I'm not suggesting that you need mm. to. That far in advance. But my point of that is that you need to be looking at what you're doing in coming up in the future. Yeah. Uh, and you know, the, the hardest part about content creation is if you get down to the point where you're writing content today to, to promote something tomorrow, you're already a month too late. So yeah. you know, you've got to be just thinking about it well, well in advance.
0: Yeah. Yep. Is the free level of LinkedIn good enough, or should business owners be thinking about kind of some of the paid levels
1: yeah it look it, it depends on the use case so yeah. uh if if you are if you are going to be connecting with you know uh, a lot of people and i i do believe it you know, even though they've put restrictions on how many you can connect with uh and made it easier for people to follow you than than connect and that sort of thing you still want to be sort of uh you know have a connection strategy uh, but again the, for, the the way we go about a connection strategy is very different to what most people will think. Most people think oh, I want to connect with people because that's who I want to pitch my products and services to. Um, the reality is we're looking at it from a content algorithm perspective because what yeah. we know is that uh, people what LinkedIn is looking at it's not it's not a quantity, it's a quality game. Uh, and they're looking at the type of people you're connecting with so that they work out who to be showing your content to beyond those people. Uh, so if you're going to be very strategic in in that, yes, you do need a paid uh, like um, a premium account or, or sales, sales navigator. Sales navigator from in my opinion, it's the most valuable uh, bang for buck tool that you can ever invest in. Uh, in Australia, yeah. it's uh, if you pay on a monthly subscription, it's about a hundred dollars a month. Uh, you pay annually, it's you know, they give you like a twenty five percent discount. Yeah, it's
0: about around eight hundred. Yeah, so it's fantastic.
1: Yeah, best, best 100 hundred hundred bucks a month. You'll, mm. you'll spend, provided again, you you kind of know how to use it. Uh, if look, you know, but I also say if all you want to do is just have a good presence on there so that if people check out your profile or whatever a free a free account's fine mm. uh, but again if you want to be have a really high uh, highly engaged uh, content driven uh, profile. There's also limits on the free accounts as to how much activity you can do per month. So, uh, so I, I would say, look in 90 percent of cases, we would always be always be sort of advocating to have a SaaS Navigator subscription. But there are, you know, there are some cases where you know there's no need. You just just have the uh, paid. Yeah. Payment.
0: Yep. Yep. So, so far, you've shared um, why you'd be on there, what it looks like now, the need for strategy that probably paying to be showing up is is good. I'm thinking that listeners are going to want, maybe want their hand held through this. I know I certainly did back in the back in the day. Let's just shine the light. I'm putting you on the spot here. Let's just shine the light on some of the programs you have that can help people not just get in and get started, but actually play a really strong game here.
1: Yeah. Uh, So, Kathy, we have uh, quite a range of of, uh, uh, support programs. Uh, We have like free webinars that we run very regularly, um, uh, free workshops that we run practically uh, every month. We're doing something like that. Uh, uh, On average, we get uh, probably around 2,000 odd people onto each of those every time we run them.
0: Fantastic. Good on Uh, you. So so good. I know where this started. That is so good.
1: Yeah, thank you. And, uh, you know, we also have um, uh, what we call, we have three programs. We call Solo, Academy, and Legends. Solo just means if you want to do it all yourself, you log into an online portal. We have everything all laid out in easy video-based tutorials. You can can engage with one of our coaches. They have an open office session every Mm -hmm. week, a couple of times a week. You can go in and ask questions, that type of thing. If you feel you need more help with than that, there's our academy program. That's where you work one to one with one of our coaches. Our team do about three quarters of the work, and your team does about twenty five percent. And then our legends program is just where we just take over and take care of all of it for you. So, yep. So we've got we've got uh, solutions for yeah you know, where everyone is, you know, no matter no matter where everyone is in their journey from free up until up to the highest levels of support.
0: Yeah. Wow, so good to hear about that success for you. Now, speaking of success, I get to um, publicly congratulate you on your recent award in association with B1G1.
1: Oh, thank you. Uh, yes, it's, uh, I, have to, I have to be honest and say I was, I was completely taken by surprise. I, really? I, I never expect knowing some of the companies as you do uh, that are in B1G1 to yeah, to be the number one in the world was uh yeah, it's, it's uh, it uh, yeah, I was I was taken by surprise, I must admit.
0: Oh, so well deserved. So congratulations. So let's ex- lead us, um lead us forward. Um describe what B1G1 is and your associate your longstanding association with it.
1: Yeah, so B1G1 is well. It's it's kind of a. It's they refer to it as a movement now.
0: Yeah, I mean, how do you describe it? I'm glad yeah, I'm not answering the, this.
1: Yeah, you know, interesting. Uh, as we as we speak, Kath, um I LinkedIn, know
0: the numbers.
1: They're going to hit 250 million impacts. So yeah, I think one of the things that's cool about uh, B1G1 is that the you know the good they do is not measured in dollars. It's measured in impacts. Uh, and that's what I meant by 250. What that means is that there's been 250 million instances of people around the world getting, you know, something Giving. like water or um, solar energy or help with farming or, you know, whatever it is, they the education, all, all sorts of things. Yeah. And the really cool thing about how B1G1 do it is it's more so they they align with businesses like yours or ours where, you know, we it's kind of like... Um, because because you did this um you know we've made this this impact happen so it's never it's never really about um you know
0: um, yep. giving to charity it's not that charity. mindset at all yeah it's
1: not that Yeah. It's not- that kind of mindless oh i just you know i felt good at the end of the year and i i gave a couple of grand or something like that it's it's constant sort of uh you know regular things that we, that we all do uh in our everyday business and and how we align that with you know creating some good in the world which um yeah i you know i remember i remember meeting paul dunn uh, he's the chairman of um and the mm-hmm. one of the founders of b1g on the first time when he was Kind of telling how it worked, and I didn't even have—I didn't even have a business at the time. I was still working for this other company, and I still signed up. I thought it was so amazing.
0: So, yeah, uh, same. Tears pouring down my face. Where do I sign? It was amazing. Yeah. So, a quick example um, about how you embed giving um, to B1G1 through the activities of Prominence Global
1: yeah uh so an example so uh, as i showed you we we run the regular webinars so um uh, two weeks ago we we had a webinar and we had uh two thousand five hundred and eleven people registered for that webinar. And so, what we do is say, look, for every person who registers for this webinar, we're going to give a child in need uh, one day of education. So we aligned, hey, we're giving you some education, and just just by you being here, you know, you've, you know, and we kind of always put it onto, uh, you know, it's not about us, it's about them, meaning because you, you know, took an hour out of your day to spend some time with me, albeit online. 2,500 kids got it. Got you know a day of education as well, or when uh, people come in, say our academy program. So we um, we uh, organise for a um, biosand filter to go to a family yeah. that some fresh water for 20 years. Yeah. Um, when uh, people buy one of my books or something like that, we uh, uh, give. Um, uh, stuff for uh, vitamins to kids so that, uh, you know, it, it stops blindness, which, you know, you know, we kind of take for granted that's a very rare thing, but in, in a lot of countries... Mm. Children and blindness is uh is just literally because they don't have access to good vitamins uh, so, so again you know so uh, as you know I've, I've written three three books now um, lost count now of how many uh, sales in the tens of thousands but every every time there's been you know um some, giving, some forward. giving
0: forward forward yeah
1: and I, that's actually yeah. a good term I, I don't call it giving back I, I call it giving forward mm. uh, giving back implies I took something in the first place. I know,
0: took, you stole it. It's not yeah. yours. So, so
1: Yeah, it's uh, giving forward is is, uh, is what we call it.
0: Yeah, that's what we call it as well. And our kind of thinking is similar that it's on the back of tickets or registrations. It's on the back of new clients. Um, we typically like to support women in education and um, uh, equality. Uh, so yeah, we kind of select from a range of projects and I guess over the adventure I' also just established some really amazing relationships with kind of some of the projects that we kind of check in with and um, the b1g1 cult movement is pretty uh, pretty cool a lot of humans around the around the planet It's like a secret handshake you kind of can pick them you
1: can it's uh it's funny like I know you've uh, been to them but uh, to be in a like one of their conferences there's just a room oh. people is just just amazing the uh the energy and the, the, you know, yeah. the people you you just kind of walk up to and say hello to and yeah they've got a you know amazing stories you know not only in you know they giving um or their you know their mm. uh, impact mm. projects but just in the cool things they're doing in business
0: yeah by far and away the most powerful impactful conference I've ever been to so looking forward to jetting out for the next one hopefully sometime soon okay so we digress from LinkedIn but I think a really good digression I think um, we're both kind of passionate about that one and um, that uh, future investment in the in the future of others so back to kind of LinkedIn let's kind of um, kind of help some allied health business owners out here what else would you like them to know about getting started, getting momentum with LinkedIn.
1: Yeah, and Kath, you know, it's uh, it's interesting because often people feel you know overwhelmed by getting it right. You know, that's sort of, it's to the point that they just never start. Uh, and uh, you know, as you know, uh, an old saying that uh, that you know well is uh, done is better than perfect. So so my advice is always is don't don't worry about being perfect, you know, just just get started. Start small. As I said, it's really much, it's very much around content now. Yeah, you know, even though you know, you know, if you're in one of our programs, we'd be advocating that you're sharing post content three times a week, every week, mm-hmm. you know, other than 50 weeks a year, just have a two-week break over Christmas. <laughs> that's that's where you want to end up. You don't need to start yeah. there. Just 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 do one post a week. Just just get started. Just just connect with ten people a week. Um, you know, make sure you just check in on your content and, yeah, uh, you know, if anyone does interact on it, reply to them. And just take just take ten minutes. You know, every couple of days, just look through your feed, find interesting people, and 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 comment on their content. Like, I guarantee, you, if you just start with that alone, you're already ahead of probably.
0: 90%,
1: the 99, yeah. 90% of people on LinkedIn. Yeah. I'll also show you, Kat, there's 756 million, I think roughly now, people on LinkedIn.
0: No way.
1: 95% of them still don't even have their profile properly optimized. So if there was anything that I would highly recommend you do is to just make sure that you're profile is professionally presented if that makes sense
0: um
1: Uh, we can share a little free resource with everyone to to help them with that if you like. But um,
0: Love that. I've been meaning to ask you that exact question for months. Um, Do you have a a bit of a checklist for setting up the profile? So that's good. That's good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I've
1: actually outlined it really, really well in um, my latest book, Influencer. Uh, When I say the latest, uh, I, I did actually write it a few years ago, but I updated it in January this year. Uh, because uh, as we as we said, you know, LinkedIn moves so quickly, so uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's very current and relevant. Um, and uh, how about uh, how about we give everyone a access to a free copy they can download? And, and
0: Love it, absolutely. Yep, beautiful. So what you can help them with is setting up their profile really professionally and optimizing uh, that, and um, a free download on your latest and greatest book.
1: Yeah, it's also got the you know the the basics of putting a content strategy together in there as well. So I'm, I'm sure it would be very very uh, beneficial to to anybody that wants to get started on that journey and, and um get past the the perfect uh, and move into done.
0: Yeah, ah, uh, so super super generous as usual. Is there anything I've forgotten to ask you? Um,
1: you've, we've covered a lot. We've romped.
0: We've we've kind of.
1: Hit me with a, a a ton of ton of stuff. Uh, I think um, I think the, the one question that I would ask if if I was you would be <laughs> what What's the number one thing I shouldn't do? That's on LinkedIn. Uh, and uh, let me just go ahead
0: and answer that anyway. Yeah, by all means, ask
1: yourself a question. <laughs> yeah, let me ask myself a question. Uh, now, this is the obvious of you know we say that you know, don't don't um, don't pitch and uh, sorry don't don't connect and pitch. Uh, but what I'm saying is the the the, the less known thing is uh, don't uh, don't get too involved in um, things like uh, political discussions um, or you know, stuff about uh, pandemics and stuff like that. And interestingly enough, you'll actually see there's actually not a lot of that content on LinkedIn. There's a very good reason why. Uh, And The reason is that they suppress that content because you can imagine how much of that is flooding the worldwide web. So so the reason you don't actually see a lot of it on LinkedIn uh, is because they are actively suppressing it. They're also actively suppressing the people who, you know, get very vocal about it because they don't obviously want. It's a professional platform; they want it to be a professional platform. They're doing very, very well at keeping it a, a professional mm-hmm. platform. I'm not saying some of that stuff doesn't skip through, get through, but don't be the creator of it, and don't, don't, um, you know, don't interact on it when you do see it, uh, because there are all these little back end suppressions. That, one, you can. I'm not saying you get your account suspended for something like that. There's other lots of. Dumb stuff you could do that would, but there's what's called suppressions, uh, and what that what I mean by that is they don't stop you posting, they don't stop you doing anything. I just make sure no one sees it, and <laughs> it's, it's uh, really Dailing. really to do. So um, it's kind of like if you were aware of the uh, Instagram shadow ban concept uh, back in the day. It's kind of like LinkedIn's version of that. It's uh, you know you post it, but they just make sure no one you become invisible. So, so the what not to do is is you know don't um, you know don't don't get involved in those those type of discussions, and certainly don't be the creator of them.
0: Mm. Which kind of just takes you takes us back to why are you are you there? What are you contributing? What do you want to be known for? How are you going to show up and be valuable and helpful and friendly and you know kind of authentic as well?
1: And yeah, exactly, all of that. Uh, and the overlying thing of know how versus know how. So don't yep. uh, don't be the don't be known for the uh, you know the sharer of awesome free advice. Yeah. Couldn't do it in your practice, so don't don't
0: do it on LinkedIn. Yeah, good one. All righty. Thank you so much as always. I got a ton of notes and um I may just have a little look at LinkedIn a little more closely than I usually uh usually do. Thank you so much. Thank you also for your generosity with some of those freebies and a link to your book. We'll make sure all of that lands in the show notes and uh we'll make sure we get you back sooner rather than later for um an update by the sounds of it.
1: It uh, it moves uh, it does move a little quickly so yeah let's let's do this again in six months or so and uh, we'll be having a different conversation to delay.
0: Beautiful. Thanks, Adam. Thanks, Kathy. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. For the show notes and other resources, our webinar replays they're all available over on Naker.com.au. And if you're loving what you're listening to, please subscribe. We don't want you to miss out on a single thing. And if you want others to get the same benefit that you've had from listening into these episodes, please share this episode and any of the others forward to any of your other Allied Health business colleagues. And we are totally here for you. Don't forget for a moment that you can jump on in and book that power call and uh, we can see how we can help you get the best of business done. Looking forward to seeing you there.